There are certain rules to, it's gym etiquette when you're at the gym. And I've talked about this before, and I shouldn't have to talk about it again. But if you're the biggest guy in the gym, you can probably get away with some things. And and there's this, he's no more than five foot one, this tiny Asian dude, probably weighs 105 pounds, and he just every he has the same schedule as me. He goes to the gym every day the same time as me. And every day there's at least one time where I I'm about to get on a piece of equipment or a machine and he and he pretends to not speak English and this is not a racist thing. He just he doesn't because I've heard him talk on the phone in his Bluetooth headset like, "Hi, how are you?" He's like talking to somebody at work. And then he comes in and he's like, oh, no, like, uh, no, I'm, I'm using that. And he uses, this is not racist, okay? This is just, I'm just telling you what happened. But like, you can't, you can't claim more than one machine when, you, when you're at a public gym in a city like Raleigh when there's a bunch of college students at prime time workout time. You can't do that. And it's just annoying. And he and he like claims like I'll usually like scout it out. And I'll if I'm doing like today was chest day, and I saw him on a uh, a machine for uh, it's like a row machine for your back. And I'm like, great, uh, you know, Jackie Chan over here. Okay, that was racist. This Asian guy is uh, doing back day. That's great. So I'm about to get on the bench, and he like stops his workout and goes, no, 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 I'm, I'm using that. Dude, you can't claim multiple. What are you doing? Also, why are you working out your back and your chest? That's not how it works. Back and biceps, and I don't actually care, but back and biceps are pulling muscles. Chest and shoulders and triceps are pushing muscles. Why are you working out both today? Use your time wisely. And and also, if you're if you come up to my belly button and you piss me off like that i'm gonna i'm eventually gonna say something and it's i just it's so and look man i understand squid game is really popular right now and you're proud of your people because let's be honest you guys haven't had a good movie since crouching tiger hidden dragon which what came out in the late 90s early 2000s like okay white people can't jump Asian people can't produce quality films and TV. I think we can agree on that. Godzilla is a classic, but they've also remade it 67 times with different iterations, fighting with King Kong and the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, SpongeBob. Like They've done every possible iteration of Godzilla. And is this a little racist? Maybe, but like, just because Squid Game's popular doesn't mean you get to take up all the machines in the gym. Um, I am one of the bigger guys in the gym, but I'm still I still respect gym etiquette. Oftentimes, I'll use a piece of equipment and I'm not done using it, but I'll stand up, walk to the water fountain, and get a drink, and then I come back and someone's on it because I wasn't sitting there. And I'm like, you know what? I deserve that. I shouldn't have left the spot. This is a busy gym in uh, downtown Raleigh near a college where a lot of kids go and it's that's the way it is but i've never been like this is america most of us are white let me use my white privilege because right now you have asian privilege because you're pretending not to speak english and squid game's popular and that's what's really annoying welcome back to episode 39 of run it back i know it's been a few weeks i've been busy uh, which is just, it's just an excuse. Every time I take a few weeks off, it's just an excuse. It's not valid. I'm sorry. I just, I don't like other people listening, uh, in the house when I'm, uh, talking. The female roommate is in Asheville, North Carolina. I will be there tomorrow. She will not. It's called, uh, what, what do they call it? Symbiosis. Is that the, that's someone told me I use big words. And now every time I use a word, with more than four letters, I'm like, is that a big word? Am I smarter than you? Um, but 
that's that's the way it is. We're here now. It's Thursday night. Uh, I'll be there tomorrow. What did I? So Squid Game. So people, and 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 this is, and I do it too. But you know, the White Knight roommate, like a few months ago, I watched a few minutes of Ted Lasso because he was like, "Dude, you got to watch this show." Blah blah blah. It, I chuckled a few times, but it's a big commitment to commit to a show and invest hours in. I wasn't really that hooked. And then he got really upset. And then, uh, you know, obviously Ted Lasso won like it was, it was nominated for like 429 Emmys or something. And that's all the Emmys is anymore. All these award shows for television and movies are just ways that people can confirm that they didn't waste their time. It's like, oh, I spent 15 hours watching Ted Lasso. So it's, it's okay because it got nominated for every possible award. Therefore, I have good taste. And if you didn't like it, you have bad taste. And people get really defensive about TV shows. Squid Game, I was watching it uh, with a woman. And, you know, we're watching it in, and we made the mistake. And, oh, and by the way, if there's ever a show and someone's like, oh, no, dude, you got to watch it in Korean with English subtitles. It's like, well, then they should have prefaced that before you press play. Like, hey, Netflix is like, hey, before you press play. 85% of people, uh, they like they tend to like watching this with Korean instead of, you know, the English dubbed over plus the subtitles. Because everyone that listens to this show knows now I fucking hate subtitles. But if obviously if you're going to watch a Korean, then you need subtitles. I also I didn't want subtitles, but you got to make concessions when you're with a woman. And so I tweeted out something about because i only got through like 20 minutes of it and we were like this isn't that great uh and so i tweeted it out and then my buddy raf who i've talked about on the show before i have the promotion straight to dvd podcast he has that movie and tv podcast he got all upset and he was like oh i thought you were supposed to be funny you call yourself a comedian never once called myself a comedian on social media or really here and he got all upset about it and i was like hey man it's a, it's a TV show. I didn't like it at first. It's not a big deal. And we texted about it after and he apologized for being a prick. But that's but people get so defensive about TV shows cuz all it is, it's not that it, it's not even like an opinion or a taste. People just don't want to admit to themselves that they might have wasted an entire weekend or 10 hours where you could have been exercising or you know, playing board playing Catan, a board game I picked up recently, which I want to play again. People just want to confirm if everyone liked the show, it's like, okay, cool. I didn't waste my time. It, it, oh, your show only got nominated for two Emmys. Ted Lasso got nominated for 25. I have better taste than you. Well, congratulations, man. You watch a popular show. I have a life and I have a job. I can't do that. Congrats. But we watched it again. It's a good show. It's not, it's just wild. I wouldn't, I don't know what makes a good, I guess it's a good show if you want to keep watching it. But, you know, it, it was, it was fine. You saw where it was going. Great. It was, it was Korean Saw. There's like 80, there's like what, eight Saw movies. And I love those movies because it's just crazy how the people die. It was Korean Saw with like a game aspect to it. Well, I guess Saw did too, because the whole thing is, do you want to play a game? But you get the point. It's Korean Saw. And I thought it was funny most of the time because the dialogue never really matched up. And it was, a, you know. And by the way, uh, everyone wants to talk about the lack of diversity in American film and TV. It's only the white, you know, it's all, it's all white men. Like, uh, what was the movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Like, no none of the main women ever talked, which is probably why it was a good movie. But, uh, you know, the, no diversity in... There was one Indian guy. No, he wasn't even Indian. He was Pakistani. There was there was way... There was no diversity in Squid Game. No one's talking about that, right? Just saying. Uh, what else do we have here? I took the worst notes, so we're just gonna just... We're just gonna talk. So, okay. So, 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 I did, stand-up's doing better. So, I did uh, a show at uh, a tap room a few weeks ago, uh, hammered off my ass. I haven't done hammered comedy in years. 
kind of a big mistake. Uh, we had a work event, which was free beer. Obviously, I took advantage of that. And then all the comics got to drink for free at the show. So I, 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 I would tell you, oh, I did well or, oh, I didn't do well. I truthfully don't really remember. I remember it was all college girls and I started talking about football and it just you could tell it wasn't connecting and so I switched to my cold weather sweatshirt bit and I remember I didn't set it up properly and I ran out of time and I but whatever you know but the guy liked me and he's gonna book me more he saw me last night at good nights uh did some new material and that last night was a first for me um, it was the first time I've ever done stand-up comedy with vomit on my shirt and in my beard. I we so we had a pumpkin carving party over the weekend. Someone made buffalo chicken dip. I don't remember who, but they left it. We left. I I'll put my I left it out all night. Someone in the house did. And then yesterday it was sitting there and I was like, it didn't smell great. And I was like, no, I'll be fine. I'm a white man. I got this. I'm a big guy. I, I justify that all the time. I'm like, oh, I can eat this. I'm a big guy because that actually has nothing to do with anything intestinally. But and so I ate the buffalo chicken no less than a minute and a half later. It was a mistake. And so then I thought, oh, let me flush this out of my system. So I chugged a thing of hot coffee, went to the comedy club. Nothing came out. And so eventually the show's going on. I don't know if I'm going to go up. And I say, I need to get this out. Now uh, I go to the bathroom and throw up, get myself cleaned up. And I didn't want to tell anyone because I didn't want people to be like, oh, he's got COVID. It's like, no, it's just rotten buffalo chicken dip. We've all been there. You've all had COVID. It's not COVID. It's buffalo chicken dip. We've been there before. We've had Super Bowl parties. And so I'm walking into the main room. My eyes are adjusting to the darkness. And then I hear Chris Mara. And I go, that's my name. And so I run on stage. And as I'm running, I realize and I can feel it. There's like chunks in my beard and I'm trying to wipe it off. And it was fine. I was nauseous on stage a little bit because you can't see anything when you're on stage and but it was good it was a good time guy find me found me after the show wants me to feature that's gonna be fun haven't done 20 minutes in far too long uh except for this shitty podcast so yeah stand-ups we're getting there we're finally getting there but what's interesting is even some of the so and this is not, and I've I've talked about this before that it I've noticed Raleigh in particular is not a great arts city. It's not a great city for anything. It's just Raleigh is just a city where people are like, well, we're a, we're a generic we're a, like if you put a generic city in a video game, that's what Raleigh is. There's no like, there's nothing to it. It's just a it's just city. And they're like, yeah, we have some tech companies, but they're not actually in Raleigh. It's in this research triangle park area where you got to drive on the highway for 20 minutes and it's not actually Raleigh. And then the point is, it's not a great art city. And so finally, a lot of the people, even some women around me last night were complaining about how they're noticing that uh, a certain demographic of people are getting booked to, to work weekends at the comedy club, which I haven't even done yet, and I'm not saying that I deserve it, but I've done it before at other clubs, and I've gotten booked to travel, and it's odd how I haven't gotten picked because I'm a white man, and like there's a girl, she's a fat black woman. There's actually two of them, but the one I'm referring to, she just she just started over the summer, and now she's already hosting a weekend at the comedy club that's unheard of and there's just little shit like that and we just had a great bitch sesh last night about that and how annoying it is that like the better people even it take me out i've been doing really well recently take me out of it some other people that i think could work a weekend uh comedy is the greatest thing and it also makes you want to swan dive off of the grand canyon or Gabby Petito yourself. Um, so yes, um, that that is that. 
Um, I don't know if I should just drop the bomb now or if I should just like, because I have other stuff I could talk about, but like, should I just drop the bomb? I don't even, because I've never really done this before. So do I drop it? My friends know what I'm talking about, but I don't know if, uh, fuck it, we're going to do it. Okay, look, a lot of you are, <laughs> a lot of you are going to accuse me of lying or not, you know, what's not taking my own advice, going against what I said last episode. I stand by everything I said. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to it. Or if you need a synopsis real quick, that's another big word. See, synopsis, you didn't expect that. Maybe I do use big words. Um, Last episode, I said, especially if you're a big guy, don't fall into the woman's trap of... uh, you know, wanting your big sweatshirts because it's getting cold out, it's getting dark earlier. And I said, I will never get into a relationship uh, in the winter time because I am, this is my time to shine. This is peak Chris. And it's not a high peak, but it's still peak me. It's not your peak, it's my peak. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you something, you probably in, infer what it is. That's a big word, even though there's not a lot of letters. Uh, you can infer what I'm talking about, but just know I'm doing it for you and I'm doing it to prove a point. So your boy is in a relationship. Congrats to me. Awesome. That was no one clapped when I said it on stage last night either. So no one actually gives a fuck. They happen all the time and they also end all the time. And so it's, it's, it's very good, by the way. It's very it's, it's very good. Let me find the applause button while I'm yammering on about absolutely nothing. Never mind. I can't even find. Dude, there's so many fucking buttons on this software that I don't even know how to use. Like what? Fuck it. It's not even worth it. I, I ruined it. I ruined this fucking episode. But the point is I'm doing it so that when she dumps me in like March, April, we can look back to this and say, hey, you know, Chris was right once again. These hoes just want boats in the summer. And then in the winter time, uh, they just want your sweatshirts. But good for me for the time being. So let's talk about that. So yes, did it happen? Did it happen quickly? Yes, absolutely. But also we've been friends for a while, which is good. My therapist is going to be thrilled because he's always pulling up this. I'm going to get it tattooed on my ass one day. It's a fucking chart and it's like fact. And I've talked about this a hundred times. Facts, emotions, and then like feelings or whatever. No, facts, thoughts, and then emotions. You got to be friends with someone before you all this bullshit, right? And I just nod my head and I say, thanks for your time, James. But the, the point is... A lot of good things happen quickly. We pulled out of Afghanistan quickly. That worked out great. The vaccine, most vaccines take 10 to 15 years to get finally approved. The vaccine came out in in a year. And we've had no, no one's gotten COVID again. Uh, hospitalizations are down. The world, as soon as the vaccine came out, and we haven't really fought about it. Like it's been, we were so polarized for so long. And then, the the vaccine came out and then everything was fine and so a lot of good things do happen quickly my sister's miscarriage that came out of nowhere i'm going to regret saying that um and i already do but i don't edit this shit out so a lot of good things happen quickly me joking about the miscarriage uh i'm i'm sure some of you laughed at that right so that a lot of good things happen quickly and unbeknownst to anyone else unbeknownst another big word maybe i am smart so it it happened quickly friend let's just go through just just so i can feel like more of the man okay so you post a photo of you standing next to a hot girl People, people start to take notice. They, they didn't know you had it in you. They're like, no way Chris is standing next to that, that 10, that dime, literally the size of a dime. She goes up to my kneecap, I'm pretty sure. She's short. But let's just go through why. So I went from, I went from a nobody, and then I post that photo, and all of a sudden people are like, 
Oh my God, she's hot. Good for you. Happy for you. All this stuff. Bitches are taking notice. A lot of bitches that wanted nothing to do with me uh, before. And she was one of them. Let's we'll talk about that. But a lot of bitches that wanted nothing to do with me are like, holy shit, Chris is with a hot chick. Maybe I should have given him uh, a chance. Maybe he's laying down the lumber. Thanks, Blue Chew. But that's that's the whole reason. That's the best part about dating. The best part about having a hot girlfriend isn't the relationship. It's when you break up. Because let's be honest. Statistically, me and her have a 0% success rate for relationships. That's why you're single. Not many people bat a 1,000. Not many people find the one, their first one in high school. But we are not. We do not have a good batting average. So statistically, we're probably not going to make it. The good thing is, and this sucks for her, because you know everyone else would be you know people are going to start thinking maybe she's crazy she's with that guy she can do way better but for me bitches are taking notice and this is why you always uh, you don't burn bridges with with people because then once people see that you are with someone else that's hot they start to get ideas and then if they find out you're single again that's when they pounce on you. And then that they're like, there must be something I did, I missed or I didn't know about this guy. And so that's what this is all about. And then when so she'll probably dump me March, April, May, if I'm really lucky. But by then, think about that. We would have and, and here's the game plan. This is what you do. You post as many photos with her as possible to make it, you know, I, you want everyone to know you have a hot girlfriend. You want everyone to know there's something about you you that they they missed maybe chris has a huge cock maybe his oral game's on point maybe all those times i fake laughed at his jokes maybe i have a bad sense of humor and maybe he's actually hilarious maybe he's got really big arms and and he's more attractive than i thought maybe he's smart maybe he's rich he doesn't like to talk about work when he's on dates uh maybe he's rich there's something about chris i missed and then you post all the photos with the hot girl she dumps you. She wants to go to boat dudes. And then all of a sudden, bam, you're back on the market. You were with a 10. Other other girls are going to take notice. So that's really – so I'm not, I'm not going against what I told you. I'm just digging in deeper to prove a point. Um, and all of that was not serious at all. And I don't want to get in trouble when I get to Asheville tomorrow. So please, it was a joke. She listens to the show. It's a joke. It's a bit. You have a good sense of humor. That's why I'm with you. Just don't get mad. Um, but yes, she and and here's the thing. So she is 31, and if you know me, I'm 26. That's a five year age gap, um, which is nothing short of hilarious. It's just I just find that so funny. So she's gonna be 32 in a few months. Uh, which is just super hot, and then, but she's also, and here's the kicker: a di- the di- one of the directors at the company I work at. Um, so I did update my resume because no matter how this goes, either HR doesn't like it, but you can't spell Chris without HR, or she dumps me. Either way, I'm gonna look for work very soon. Um, but yeah, so so let's just recap: five years older. Makes way, way more money than me. Has way more power. Uh, is hot, right? Um, I am untouchable. What I am, I am the man. I'm instantly the coolest guy in my friend group. The amount, so because I'm listed as a synagogue on Instagram, I get like the business analytics. So when you post something, you can see what people interact with, whether it's the location or like the person you tag. So I posted two photos, I guess two weekends ago with her. I'm not kidding you. I have a little less than 1,200 Instagram followers. When I tagged her over, and I'm not even kidding, over 400 people clicked on her profile at some point to say, who is this crazy bitch and why is she with him? And I drank in every second of it. So many people being like, oh my God, she's hot. And I'm like, yeah, I know, bro, haven't seen you since college, but things have been looking up for Chris. 
Okay. There is, and, and the only person, not even the person, I don't even know the name of the inventor, but there's only one product that I can thank. Uh, and that is our friends at Blue Chew. This, okay. So look, and this, this is, and this is me being vulnerable right now. Okay. The Blue Chew is great. Okay. But I've learned you got to use it strategically. Okay. You can't just be popping them every day, once every 24 hours, because then she's going to expect, like, I'm, I compared it to Barry Bonds. Like, when Barry Bonds first, like, would he have been a Hall of Famer without doing steroids? Probably. And I like to think I'm, you know, a s- solid in the sack in the bedroom. But the first time we made love under the moonlight, uh, I was under the influence of Blue Chew. And so it, you know, when Barry Bonds first took the steroids and he hit fucking 60 some home runs, he was like, I'm never going back. He's like, why would I ever not do this? He's like, I'm never, I'm just going to keep setting records, hitting home runs, making millions of dollars. Now, granted, the millions of dollars I will make is from her stock options because she's been at the company because she's 300 years old. She's been at the company almost a decade. She has stock options. So yeah, I'm trying to cash in on that shit. Faux show. But you know why it's tough when I run out of blue chew and I'm like, I try to like stall and I'm like, why don't we wait three weeks to do it just to make it build up the tension, you know, like, why don't we just, it gets in your head. I'm telling you it literally like mid, mid love a few weeks ago. I was thinking like, man, I'm not on blue chew. What if, what if this pool stick becomes a garden hose? You know what I mean? And that's the stuff that causes it because you start to doubt yourself. But, but anyway, she knows about my drug use and she's cool with it. She says that as an, I don't need it, but I do. Why would I go back to being a nobody when I can be on blue chew? That would be a great commercial if like I'm just in public like the guy's in public with a hot girl and then all these other dudes are like, how did he end up with her? And then he like turns around, acknowledges that he heard what they said and he looks at the camera and he goes, thanks, Blue Chew. Like that would be a great commercial. They need to sponsor this shit. I need you guys to like and comment and, and just, if you haven't rated on Apple yet, give it a give it a rating so we can grow this. I just want Blue Chew to sponsor this shit, all right? That's what we're trying to do. But anyway, the point is, here's the good thing, right? Because we were friends for roughly six months beforehand, you get to know someone, which is good because you get to, because we're inevitably going to have our first fight. And I'm so excited for it because I've known her for like so long that I already know what it's going to be about. It's going to be one of two things. And I can't wait because there's nothing I love doing more than winning a fight because I rarely lose them. And and now that I know what the fight's going to be about, I can like prepare my argument. Like there's this thing uh, going around on Twitter. It's a meme. Like I wonder what men put in their notes app on their phone. I'm just it's literally I'm, I'm just like a, I'm a closing argument for, for a, a, a court trial. Like I have the two things ready, the two scenarios while we're going to, while we're going to fight. And I just, I've listed bullet points and I'm not going to share them with you because I don't want her to hear and then have counter arguments. But when you know what the fight's going to be about, like I'm, I'm coming out one and oh, I'm going to be undefeated and she's going to be apologizing. And I'm going to say, yeah, I told you I was right now. Yeah. But anyway, it's it's good to, you want to know what the fight's going to be about and it's one of two things so here's the most likely one uh she is a yes man she's not a man she has a vagina okay but she is a yes man she says yes to everything if you know me i don't like people or doing things people are like chris do you want to and i say no and they're like you don't know what i was going to ask you and i say it doesn't matter because if i wanted to do whatever you're going to ask me i'd be doing it right now so no i don't want to do that she on the other hand if you went up to her and said hey do you want to bob for apples in uh antarctica 
Um, but the catch is the apples are underneath the frozen lake. So you have to bash your bare skull against the ice until the ice cracks. And then if the concussion hasn't knocked you out completely, you have to then stick your head in the freezing cold water and bob for apples and then get as many apples as you can. And if you don't get the most apples, we push you in and you have to then, once it freezes over, fight out of the water with a pickaxe, get out of the ice and then survive. She would say, let's do it. That's the kind of person she is. She just doesn't say no. And she knows that. And she's told me, and it's going to get to the point, and I know this, she's going to start dragging me places and start fucking, and I'm going to finally say, you know what I want to do this weekend? I want to, not even with you, not even, don't even text me unless it's an emergency. I want to stare at the wall and do nothing. And then, and she'll be like, but they're my friends. And I'm like, yeah, and they'll be your friends on Monday if you take one weekend off. I we've already committed to 12 Halloween parties and I don't know if you know anything about Halloween but it's not Hanukkah it's one day it's not eight or 12 it's there's not enough to we would have to feasibly show up somewhere for about 20 minutes say hey this is us this is the costume we're doing you all look great no sorry can't drink I'm driving. I have to go to Cary, North Carolina for another party. And then I have to go to North Raleigh and then East Raleigh, South Raleigh, back to North Raleigh. Chris is going to jump in Jordan Lake and drown himself. And that's going to be Halloween. It's going to be about that where I don't want to do something and she does. But it's good that I know it beforehand because she's not going to win the fight and she's going to apologize. And I'm going to be one and know. The next thing, and we almost got into a fight. She got upset with me, but I, I pulled back and I said, I'm sorry. But but if it happens again, we're going to get into a fight. So as you know, I don't look it, but I am mostly Italian. I come from a very Italian Brooklyn family. So I take Italian food seriously. God bless Nana. She died a few years ago. She was a terrible cook, especially at the end of her life. She, and it was awful, okay? I'm at my girlfriend's place. It's weird to say girlfriend, I'll be honest with you. I'm at her place last week. She's making pasta, and she put salt in the fucking pot, then puts water in, then turns it on. Everyone knows that there is a, you boil the water first, then you put the salt in for flavor, and then you put the pasta in. And on top of that, and that wasn't even the thing that bothered me. I thought it was weird, but I was like, you know what? You're, you're cool. You let me see you naked. I'll, I'll let that go. The pasta was just, I mean, if you had dentures and you took your dentures out and it was all gums, you could still eat this pasta because it was so soft. I like it al dente, like a real Italian. Uh, and then, and obviously, I you know I picked on her a little bit. And did I take it too far? Yeah, but I was still right. You fucked up the pasta, and it all started with putting the salt in the goddamn pot first instead of letting the water boil. I shouldn't have to. If a four-year-old knows how to make pasta, then you should too. I understand you're 32. Your eyes are bad. You can't. <laughs> you can't read the recipe. It doesn't matter if you're too old. You should be able to make pasta. She got a little upset. But you know what? I'm Italian. I know how to make pasta. I don't tell you how to put your tampon in. I'm assuming you just shove it in, but I don't know if there's like a ritual or like a, a thing you got to like sing to the fertility god. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if that's – I could be. I don't know. I've never tried to put a tampon anywhere near me. Um, but, but you know, like that and, – and so that is the mo second most likely fight is she – if she's smart, she'll never make pasta ever again in her life. If she wants pasta, I will make it or we'll just order it. But it's nice to know either way I'm going to win the fight. Uh, she, You're probably wondering, Chris, She's your girlfriend's old as dirt. Uh, <laughs> she's older. She's a cougar. Meow. What 
obviously she she wants kids right we talked about it not like that i just said you know i don't want to i don't want you to feel like to expect a ring in the next year because that's not how i roll uh we have to date for 17 years until i even remotely feel no but she said don't worry, I don't want kids anytime soon. And I'm like, well, you kind of should because you're fucking old. Like you're like, I don't want to get to the point where I'm ready to have a kid. And it's like, I don't want like a Stephen Hawking kid. Like, daddy, I love you. And I'm like, don't call me daddy. I'm not your daddy. I don't know what you are, but you're not my son. Do not say you love me. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you came from. You are not my son. That ain't, please. I love. No, shut up. Don't even look at me. I'll stick you. I'll put. I'll get like a one of those room staircase rooms, like in Harry Potter, when he had to live in that tiny little room under the stairs. I'll stick him in there. But like you don't. Like I'm kind of. I know we're talking far out here. We've just started being together. I get it. But there is a chance, right? We get married. All that bullshit. So. You know, I would if it's with her, I would have to hope for twins, right? Because I don't want to roll. You're rolling the dice when you get pregnant. I mean, ask my sister; she had a miscarriage. But like, God, I'm I'm on one. I I need to I need to go to church. But like, you're rolling the dice. If we had one normal kid. She's going to be at least a year or two older by the time she has another kid of mine. You're rolling the dice because by then she'll be in her late 30s. I just, I don't trust, you know, my mom had me, how old? Yeah, she was pushing 40. I came out with Tourette's. I just, I don't want my kids to be fucked up. I want them to dominate. They're going to be blonde hair, blue eyed, smart, athletic, and they're, and they're going to be boys too. And if, it's, and if it comes out as a girl, well, she's identifying as a boy. But, you know, I don't want fucked up kids. And that's, and that's a con. It, it's great. It's cool for like your dating resume to date a hot older woman. But that, there is a caveat there. And that's another big word, caveat. Uh, but, you know, like that's something I'm thinking about. Her eggs are starting to spoil. I don't want to get to the point where her eggs are like the buffalo chicken dip. And I'm like, no, these are probably fine. I'll be fine. And then I dive in. She takes my seed. And then the kids are fucked up. And I'm vomiting uh, in a comedy club telling jokes three minutes later. That's I don't want my kids to be messed up. Um, well, we're good on time. We're good on time. Uh, in order to avoid, I think every relationship you know, you have the honeymoon phase, but I think you need to get out of the honeymoon phase as soon as possible in order to really evaluate and see where, uh, if you're going to last. And so I want to get out of the honeymoon phase as soon as possible. Uh, and the way to do that is to, is to communicate with my listeners, everything I don't like about her, because there are some things I don't like about her. Cause like I could say, yes, uh, you know, she's very hot. She has a great job, a lot of money, stock options, seems to come from a nice enough family, although my family didn't set the bar very high. So what do I know? Um, very caring, very mother-like, childbearing hips, which is good because all the Maras come out extremely huge. I was a 13-pound baby. Um, so let's just talk about, I. you know, I don't want to seem like starry-eyed here i want everyone to know the things i don't like about her so let's you know pull up the uh let's pull up the things that i don't like about her uh we talked about the, the yes to everything um she is a cat person i don't know if you remember the episode a few months ago if you're new to the show it's a few episodes ago uh i talked about a girl going to her place and there was animals all over the goddamn house everything the clock had an animal on it like it feels like you're in a safari or it's like the wild thornberries, you know, there's just animals everywhere. That's her. Okay. So good for me, but it's crazy how things happen. You talk shit about someone and their weird fucking apartment. And then all of a sudden, a few months later, you're in that goddamn apartment almost every day, but the, the animals, but she is a cat person. And like off the bat, 
this is a very generic comparison, but like I the thing I hate about cats, it's like every cat is a diva and the, and every time you you pet a cat and they like snarl or hiss at you, the owner's always like, "Oh, well, you have to pet them here." And it's like a 2-inch there's like a surface area of 2 inches on their body that you can pet them without them biting you. And that she has those cats. The one cat's better, but the one, the girl, is just a fucking, you know, she's coming on. She's not coming on to me. She's, she's coming around to me. But, like, god damn, it's like, you know, I sometimes she likes her butt scratched. Sometimes she doesn't. She can't be picked up. You know, it, dogs, you know, Miss Pac-Man, friend of the show, you know, I think she's insane. But her dog uh, is more of a horse. But... You know, you could dogs are great because you can pet them anywhere. You could jerk off a dog. I've never done this. I've never tried, but like you could jerk off a dog, and they're going to be just just so happy that you're giving it any attention. Meanwhile, cats are just and so that just makes me question her her life choices and her decision making because we're you know we have the the child thing. She she wants retarded kids apparently, and now she she's a cat person. I'm not sure. You know, that's not great. And I need to assess that if I want to continue with her, which I do. But for the sake of the joke, we'll pretend like I'm not sure yet. Um, what What else? Um, oh, I wrote. God, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, you know, she's old. She's going to start sagging before I do. Um, now, that's a con off the bat that she's, you know, going to start sagging pretty soon and i'm gonna have to that's when i'll really need blue chew to really you know it really try to make babies uh but the the good thing and this is called compromise and so i brought it up with her again and i said look you're gonna start sagging soon what are we gonna do about it and she said i'm gonna get a boob job at some point it's called compromise and she's aware of her shortcomings so that's good but initially it is a con okay she is gonna sag sooner than me so there will be a time where she goes down a few notches and i'm not sagging yet so we might look like a better couple and more equal which i guess is a good thing so we'll put that in the pro category see i'm in the honeymoon phase even her negatives i'm saying oh that's a good thing so that's mm, no um her accent is uh atrocious i'm just gonna say it i don't i still don't know 80 percent of the things she says um, but she lets me touch her butt. So that, you know, that, that's good. I feel like someone's home. So I'm just trying to like be quiet. I don't know who it is. Um, she is bisexual. Um, but, and that could be a huge plus, but no threesomes. So that's really, it's just like holding, it's like holding candy in front of a baby, but not letting them eat it and saying no saying, no, I like candy, and so do you. We both have a thing in common. We both like candy. We like to eat candy, but I'm not sharing, and you're not sharing, and you can't have this, but we're just going to dangle this in front of your face the whole time. So that's that's what dating someone who's bisexual is like. Um, last thing I wrote, I mean, you know, she does she does watch Survivor and Big Brother, Um Luckily, when those shows are on, I'm at the comedy club. Uh, but, you know, it is, again, decision-making. You, if you like trash TV, you probably like trash people. And then that's where I come in. Uh, there have been 37 – I think it was actually I – mean, that was actually an exaggeration. But I think there's been about 67 seasons of Survivor. The host actually looks like he's about to die and he's been in the sun too long. But it's not, it's not a, I think we can agree it's not a good show. You know, I'm a fan of Naked and Afraid. I interviewed to be on it. Uh, it is, it is an insult to the Discovery Channel and to Naked and Afraid, the participants and the fans of Naked and Afraid, to call that show Survivor when they give you rice and beans and uh, a, a bunch of teammates and it's overly produced. So again, she's that type of person. She's a cat person who watches trash reality TV. Uh, I need to evaluate what I'm doing with my life. Um, I think I said all that. Um, we'll wrap it up with this. So I said um, we had a pumpkin carving party. It was a lot of fun. 
And I, I carved Blue Chew into my pumpkin. Big fan. Please sponsor me. But, uh, you know, there's only so much, even when you do the right thing, apparently it's not good enough. And if you thought I was going to go an episode without bringing up the female roommate, you are sorely mistaken. She has started to see a new guy. Awesome. Good for her. Great. The less I see of you and the less you see of me, I feel like the more, uh, the, the better we are. And then it's not as it's not as bad. Um, he is from Michigan, and 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 before he even came, I got read. I got told if I do if I can't if I do anything, like she's gonna kill me. All this stuff. Just so you know, I knew I knew her when her body count was half of what it is now. So I've seen a lot of dudes. I've met a lot of the dudes, uh, and I'm still friends with some of them to this day. Not once have I sabotaged anything. Not once have I said anything absolutely terrible in front of them that, oh, now I don't want to fuck your female roommate. That's never happened because they're men. I was even nice to uh, fucking, uh, who, who was the sixth? The, oh, my God. The werewolf. My God, I forgot. I was even nice to him, even though he came into my house uh, super douching it. So that was a little, uh, I was like, all right, yeah, because I have a track record of just, you know, suicide bombing your, uh, your, your fuck buddies. So, and she did that thing again where it's like, oh, like, you know, he's, he's tall and this is his job. And it's like, and I, I, I'm, and by the way, I'm aware I just did that for my girlfriend, but it's a little different. Like, I'm not trying to be like, so, welcome to the Run It Back podcast, and let me tell you about the deep conversations that me and my girlfriend were having. No, this is a humor thing. But, like, she did that thing again, and I'm like, oh, here we go again. So, he's from Michigan. It's Saturday night. We're carving pumpkins. We're drinking, having, um, I'm sure some people didn't have fun, but the Mich- Michigan is in the Big Ten. They were playing Nebraska, division or conference rival. He lives in a suburb of Raleigh called Apex, uh, about 20, 25, 30 minutes away. He was uh, said he might come. He was watching the game with his friend and drinking, which sounds like a great night. There's no women there. There's no interruptions. Just two dudes watching your team on a Saturday night drinking. That sounds like a good time. Uh, comes over. We talk a little bit. We introduce ourselves. The game's on. There's like two minutes left in the fourth quarter. It's tied up. They're from Michigan. Michigan's playing. They're obviously rooting for Michigan. We're the whole time we're talking sports, right? And 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 why are we talking sports? That's really important. So why are we talking sports? Maybe it's because they're from Michigan and Michigan is playing on the television that we have plugged into the wall and have on the channel. Maybe the, what if what if your favorite team was playing? There's two minutes left. You're tied against your conference rival, and then a guy who you just met and you're in his house mutes it and goes, "So what do you think about Joe Biden's economic policy and the 3.5 trillion dollar spending plan he has? What else are you gonna talk about?" Oh, there's two minutes left in the game. Michigan has the ball. He drops back to pass. He throws it deep, and then I just mute it, and I'm like. So you're from Michigan, right? So that's a swing state. So um, wh- wh- who did you vote for in that swing state? Who did you vote for in 2020? What else What else are we going to talk about other than sports? It was nice. None of my roommates like to talk sports. The white knight likes to talk about soccer, which is fine. I like, you know, it was nice to talk football and Detroit Lions, all that stuff. So then I get told that while I didn't sabotage anything with Mr. 6'5", long hair, cut your fucking hair. You know, this guy, backwards hat. Like, you know, I I was told that next time we, we I can't, we can't talk sports. I don't know. And she was like, you know, you just talk sports the whole time. You're just going to talk sports the whole time? Like, what, what am I, you know, what am I supposed to do? Well, I don't know. You pretend you like the Florida Gators. It's the same thing, but a different state and different colors on the jersey. It's the same thing. You always do that weird ass chomping fucking thing the Gators do. And then they they lose against Alabama and Georgia and all the good schools every fucking year. Like, 
it's that. And that's what we're doing. We're talking like, I don't know, what am I supposed to talk to your, your dude about? Also, why would he drive 25 to 30 minutes to somebody's house to not like you're already watching the game in his head? Let's let's think about it from his perspective. I'm already doing what I want to do tonight. It's like me. It's like if I'm already doing what I want to do, I don't want to hear any suggestions. He's already doing what he wants to do. The only thing that could get him to leave his ass from his couch and drive 25 to 30 minutes with alcohol in his system to downtown Raleigh. Apex is a very safe, white, nice suburb, gated communities, very nice area. What, there's only one thing that could get a dude to, to, to drive 25 to 30 minutes to not watch your team play, and it's pussy. So in his head, he thought, this is an awesome, this is an ice cream Sunday of a night. And it's it's ice cream Saturday. It's not even ice cream Sunday. It's ice cream Saturday. I'm with my boy. We're watching our team play. We're drinking. It's a conference game. It's close. It's exciting. The cherry on top would be this and some pussy. And so that's what he did. So what am I going to talk to him about other than sports? Forgive me. You know, she was supposed to come camping this weekend. And part of the reason I told my girlfriend I, that I would go is because I just wanted to see her camp. She's like, yeah, I, mean, I go camping once a year. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I'm sure you fucking. There's no makeup. There's no in real camping. There's no makeup. There's no mirrors when you camp. Like I I said, uh, some of the other the people in the group were talking, and I we were on the same page. It literally is like the parent trap where they get Dennis Quaid's new wife to like go camping, and she's like, you know, all bougie and everything. Again, there's nothing wrong with that, but like I would have fucking killed to see her uh, camp. Um, and I need to – I'm going to wrap this up because I need to go figure stuff out to talk to him about next time uh, if he's ever here again. Or I don't know if it was a hit it and quit it kind of thing. I don't know. But if he is, I need I need ideas lined up. Uh, what 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 what's your favorite type of architecture? Mine's gothic. You know the uh, gothic. You, you know that. What's your favorite type of art from the? Mine's the Renaissance era. I just love all of the the bright, pretty colors. And it was just they came out of the dark ages and they just started painting with different color palettes and it was just all fucking fine and fucking dandy. Oh, oh, your team won and you missed it? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about Renaissance-era art. My bad. Well, you can watch the highlights on ESPN tomorrow. It's just as good, right? It's the same thing. Anyway, like, share, subscribe. What time are we at? Oh, yeah, we're out of here. Uh, I'm sure I'll get content from camping. Uh, congrats to me. The girlfriend's great. It's all bit. I just want to say that now in case I get in trouble. Like, as I'm driving, she's going to listen to this as I'm driving to Asheville. It's all a joke. All that stuff I said was a joke. I didn't mean any of it. Okay? And I'm with, I'm with you because you have a good sense of humor. Use your fucking good sense of humor. Don't get mad at me. Okay? That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs>